So we're talking about a gulf of hundreds of thousands of visits. That gulf is not there because of on-site ranking factors. It's not there because one website is, you know, the gulf is there because of backlinks. All right, so welcome to SEO Unveiled. Today, I've got a wonderful guest with us. We got Jeremy Polland. Thanks, yes. Jeremy, for, for, for joining us today. His focus is on helping small businesses do their own SEO with agency power via his organization, DIY SEO. I mean, I love this idea of like do it yourself because to be honest, that's how I got started. And so many people got started in this industry by just kind of working a playbook. And Jeremy's got a fantastic playbook um, and trying to like figure out SEO. And it's so challenging because now is so different than when I started 20 years ago where I tried to do it myself. But like, hey, now, you know, getting a guide is a really good way. Um, he's super tactical, unique, and his methods have led to his six-figure solo agency. I really am super excited to have Jeremy on the show today. Thanks, Thanks so much, Cam. Yes, and we we discovered we hail from the same city. We're the exact same age, and uh, we may have crossed paths, you know, in the mall or something like that in the past. <laughs> yeah, it's super funny, super funny. Memorial <laughs> City Mall, we've probably both been there. Anyway, um, so the first thing I want to ask is, is why did you get into SEO? Because it, it, and people come from so many different avenues into this space. Yeah, interesting. Okay, yeah, I came from a nonprofit church background. I uh, started writing and I independently published my own book and realized there was no one to, to care unless I, you know, made a real PR effort myself. And that led me pretty quickly into discovering some podcasts in 2013 the whole online business revolution, if you will. So yeah. I started learning WordPress uh, website building, which seemed so daunting at first. And thankfully now is a lot more accessible. And eventually I, you know, the path continued to SEO. Okay. Why does one website rank higher than another website? And I really enjoyed the sort of like espionage aspect of, of using tools like Hrefs to, uh, spy, if you will, on, on, uh, companies backlink profiles. And so that yeah. really became my, my jam was, was trying to understand learning how to decipher, um, as much as possible, why one website would rank higher, why one page would rank higher than another page. And, uh, and, and so I got into that battle and my favorite part was, was making lists or, or notes about how to get backlinks in the very beginning no one no one taught me and i did have a few clients asking me to do work i was charging them reasonable rates and and so my whole goal was help them rank catch their competitor you know and uh and we knew who the competitor was we knew the keyword it was plumbing it was all about hvac whatever and so i my goal is building backlinks and i would look at their stronger competitor and begin replicating as best i could how they get a backlink from this directory, how they get a backlink from this community organization. And then over time, I, you know, gathered more and more sources, if you will. And so I could move pretty fast in, you know, manual or light outreach network build. I don't do any like automated, you know, black hat kind of stuff. I'm just sure. filling out profiles, connecting with sites, sending legitimate emails. Can you add our company? You know. Can we pay the $25 to be a member? Just, just working the system in a methodical way. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean that it kind of reminds me, you know, back in the day. I mean, feel I feel like since we're we're kind of similar time frame, like I was even an editor on DMOS for the first site that I that I that I had because that was wow. the way to get my backlink in DMOS. I just volunteered to be an editor of the category that didn't have that didn't have a, 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 an editor, and I was oh, like, "Yep, that. this is the way to do it." So that's amazing. DMOS is a cool backlink, and you're not even able to get one from it anymore it's like closed or something that's hilarious yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean but that mm -hmm. was that was a long time ago okay. but i feel like it it kind of really relates to your backlead story of like how how you yeah. got started in directories and yeah it used to be very different um but i mean i think you know now it seems like things are just more challenging things are staying on trend and staying ahead of the curve um is is challenging that's why you know getting you know insight from someone like you that works with so many different um you know entrepreneurs and small businesses to try to figure it mm -hmm. out to kind of go through the minefield like you know what what trends are you are you noticing in general in SEO that you know are kind of newer and that are that are exciting for you to uh, at least help others learn about as well as utilize yourself great okay i'll share a trend that that negatively affected myself and a client that I was doing work for. And then I'll also share um, maybe a, maybe sort of a timeless principle, you know, to, to, to buttress that. So yeah. the, the trend that had the negative effect on us was late November of 2021. So just, you know, wind the clock back. Google made some serious changes to the algorithm in particular for product reviews. And I was working with a company that had a number of product reviews that were ranking both for the brand name itself and for specific model numbers. Yeah. And, and also for the category overall. Um, and I, we had that say medium grade content posts. Um, we had researched what others had out there. Uh, we didn't have any video style reviews, you know, directly showing the product, but we had a lot of text, 2000 word plus. I feel like in, in two days, those were wiped into complete oblivion. So we had a we had three, four, five that were generating a couple hundred visits a day, huh. and those were just wiped aside. Um, we this particular client has a domain authority around forty, so you know they've got a presence and uh, they do compete with some stronger players. Uh, the lesson or the tip for the user is: product reviews need to be really really well done nowadays and yeah. the the success story that i've seen um in this particular niche our higher our higher performing competitor has video driven reviews standing in front of the model of, of the unit talking about it with a, with a true a true expert one of their owners and then they extrapolate out text from the video review and it's just really well done and so Google has just improved the quality of, of what they're offering, uh, ultimately their end user, right? The searcher by making it, by raising the bar for product reviews. So anyone who's in this space has to be careful with automation, you know, automated text or bot driven text or spinning or just sort of, you know, amount. We were kind of, you know, aggregating ideas from multiple different posts in, in a way that was, was ethical it just wasn't the highest quality it was medium yeah so now are, and they, are wiped, you, they wiped us aside you know 
Yeah, I mean, I, I can definitely understand that we're moving from kind of kind of written reviews to more, you know, multimedia reviews are 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 different, mm-hmm. kind of a different format that I think more and more people are moving towards. Like I find mm-hmm. myself going to YouTube and doing a lot of searching in there for things like what you're talking about. Um, and then back and forth to Google and and YouTube to try to figure out if sometimes there's not good reviews on on YouTube. Um, there's not as much content. So are you posting on channels like YouTube, these rev- these kinds of reviews, or are you putting it in content? Like what's the best practice that you found works the best? Oh, great. I mean, and, and I'll, I'll share the best practice that I've, I've seen our competitor do. I mean, you know, yeah. we, they, they, uh, and, and the exact, one of the exact bullet points from Google in the, uh, you know, explanation of the algorithm change and, you know, sort of their, their webmaster hint. Okay what's happened to you, sure. the, the bullet was, we are not able to determine from your post that you are, you know, that, that somebody has handled this item for real. Sure. Because we could all do research like we did in school about a place that we'd not ever been to, right? I mean, we can get information, we can write that information in our own words, add some original thought that's all nice but we haven't we haven't been there and so what google is now figuring out i believe with the video review at least as the lead there's still sure. a ton of text on the page but yeah. they're figuring out hey this you know this company representative is touching the the unit so this is better than any kind of virtual writer, SEO content person, bot, whatever, generating content about the unit who isn't touching it or hasn't, you know, who, who, who we cannot be sure that they've touched it. So yeah. that's, I think that's the thing. So yes, that video should, can and should go on YouTube, but it should, you know, be at the top of the blog post and then text can definitely be extrapolated out and then, you know, improved, but a table of contents, and just just expert level i mean you know that's what i've told my client we somebody i don't i'm not an expert in in this particular model or this unit or this category or brand and now that's that's what's required so either either you are that expert as the listener or you've got to leverage somebody who is if you're if you're going to do it um, yeah or maybe the space isn't that competitive but if it's competitive and their dollars involved and bigger search volumes then you know just do it right or just don't don't even try yeah i mean it's really interesting because you're talking about like the hands on review that's what i can that's kind of what i imagine so the video you know mm-hmm. you you can you can really tell it's standing and I, there yeah yeah so you can tell there. there's that product mm-hmm. there there's a person talking about it you know and yes. so you get you get really good insight that the person is actually have some knowledge about the product versus just, I mean, I feel like years ago, there was all these like, you know, almost like the, um, the real estate slideshows on YouTube for product reviews of like top yes. 10 X, Y, Z in like a computer, a computer yeah, voice. And you just, yeah. it's so easy to tell that, Hey, this is just kind of like SEO spam kind of thing. Yeah where they yes. probably just have no idea about any of these products and never have used any of them. Um, totally, totally. Yeah. And I get it. Cause I'm, I sometimes tilt towards trying to do the, 
the clever shortcut. And I know that's just, and, uh, and, and, and that can work for a time in various ways. And it's, it, it can pass an ethical test, but what Google is saying that this doesn't pass our quality control test. I actually wouldn't be surprised if they have some human, you know, reviewer oversight, just like they do at YouTube. You know, sometimes they're analyzing videos and content and they, they yeah. might in the big volume categories, they might be going through and making some kind of notation or star or no star, you know, just if, by watching the video, I'm serious. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I would, I would be surprised, but not be surprised if they had people yeah. watching the videos. Um, yeah. But, uh, but it's kind of algorithm, basically. Yeah, I'd like to, to like feed into the algorithm. Sure. Yeah, it's it's super interesting how that how that's kind of how that kind of works. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I I'd love to understand, um, you know. A little bit, you know, stepping into kind of a little bit of a different realm. Like we definitely have people that are figuring out, like, okay, now that I figured out that I need more reviews that are like kind of, you know, more human oriented, a little bit more in depth, more video centric. Like, how how do you go about kind of challenging and getting things prioritized and, and implemented when you have to kind of rework a whole a whole area like that? Like, do you have any tips and tactics for people? kind of yeah, in those situations. Yeah, good question. I mean, if I was redesigning this process for myself or for someone else, I would I would break it down into maybe one of these one to two of these quality reviews per month per se mm -hmm. and and prioritize them uh you know, sort of break down the whole wish list of reviews so to speak and you know, model numbers, shoes, products, you know, whatever it is. So maybe the 30 sure. shoes to be reviewed then within maybe five categories, you know, and so group them together in an orderly way, prioritize them by volume and, and significance to your business. And then, you know, create a workflow. I know that it's kind of a lot involved, but once you create one of these workflows, you can, you know, move you to the next. Yeah. But create yeah. a shooting day. I mean, you could potentially shoot more than one, but if you've got a salesperson or an owner or an expert, you know, say, could we, could we shoot one a week, you know, or one, yeah. you know, just figure out based on what you know about what's going on, uh, of the, of the frequency and the efficiency and, and, you know, get that visual content. Cause once you get the expert standing in front of the item, holding the shoe, wearing the clothes, testing out the goggles, you know, what, whatever it is, then yeah. you can, you can get the text from that beautiful audio and visual and then you can buttress the text a little bit by, you know, adding, adding some supplemental links, adding some stats. I mean, you know, some, some good, some good stuff. You can take the, yeah. the 3000 words, you know, that were spoke or the, let's say 1500 words were spoken in eight minutes of the video. You can bump that up to 2000 words with some meaningful additions and stats and research sure. and comparisons. And then, then you've really got something. So it's, if you're doing the videos and you know what videos you need to make, I mean, you're, you can, you can move through the process. So yeah. figure out I what, mean, what parts to pay outsource. Maybe you have, a, maybe you hire a local videographer to, to come cause that creates sure. the, the moment in time. I think that's good business for the videographer. Uh, and it's just, you know, you're going to get good work and in, in a relatively short amount of time. So that might really, really be a good spend. I mean, for some people. Yeah. I mean, it really, it kind of reminds me of, this one online presence I know of, Obsessed Garage, 
where they're very video driven, but they're very detailed about the reviews. It's like, this, oh, okay. this is like a guy that like, he has a company that sells a lot of like car detailing products and garage oriented okay. products. And it's very interesting because he has like these hour plus reviews of like one pressure washer and he, and he has so many reviews and he like goes in so in depth and he's just so meticulous about it. And I'm like, wow. So that's like, that might be the goal. And it's like, how do you get there stepwise? Can you do a 10 minute review? Can you talk about kind of the technical aspects? Can you talk about like how it compares to other products and be hands-on with it to give a little bit of insight, like what you're talking about? Can you do five in a day? You know, just do 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes. You got an hour and give or take a little bit of transition time and you got five Mm -hmm. reviews. And if you can have the product owner, like the owner of the company do it, or uh, one of the one of kind of the sales representatives or someone like that um, do the the reviews, then it's good for for everybody because they have so much knowledge on the product. Really cool, really cool stuff. Yeah, uh, I love you. It. Yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of kind of looping back to a little bit about kind of, I feel like you've discovered a lot of different ways of 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 doing things differently and and improving and how to like help kind of smaller businesses get into mm-hmm. SEO. I mean, I'd love to kind of know like, you know, your basic tips for the, just the small local business that hasn't had much online presence. What do they need to start doing today? Um, what, where do you typically start as a foundation? That's great. I mean, yes, this is, this is my bread and butter. And really, really, I, I'd say my, my primary focus or area of knowledge within SEO is, is the ground floor local businesses, new startups, um, smaller e-commerce folks who, who, who have a site, uh, who have, have, a, a, have content or have, you know, have uh, content in their head and would like mm-hmm. to be seen more. And so where I start is with a Google sheet. I have a, cu- I have a Google sheet that, that I've customized and refined over time with multiple different tabs. Uh, tab one is I fill in general business information, just helpful stuff, address, phone number, uh, business birthday, you name it on there. Table two, I grab a few competitors, uh, both from from verbal knowledge of the online competition sphere, and I'll usually use a tool to see, you know, who the tool thinks the online competition is for for my client or my entity. And so I'll pull that out on the competition page. Then I'll grab the referring domains for each of those competitors. I'll list off a domain authority. I've got all the, you know, these fields ready to be populated. And so I've, I'm kind of lining out the game. So if, if we're talking about Jim's plumbing is my, my client, mm-hmm. they've got a domain authority of three. They've got four backlinks, four referring domains that we know about. We're going to list that in our column under Jim's plumbing. Then we're going to have competitor number one, number two, number three, all of their backlinks listed. Let's say one of them has a domain authority of 10, one has a domain authority of 20, and one is the market leader and the larger player in, in the area and their domain authorities of 30. Yep. And so I'm going to have all you know, 200 um, quality referring domains. I usually cut off below uh, a domain authority of 20. And so I'm going to grab those 200 referring domains uh, in, in a CSV download from Hrefs, and I'm throwing that into my sheet. And so I call it the backlink gap. So I'm now telling Jim, hey, you have four back, you have four referring domains. Big player competitor number three has 200. So our gap is 196. Somebody could certainly say this is oversimplification, but 
I, I'm just framing the game as best sure. as best we trying know to, it. Trying to outline the competitive landscape. I'm outlining the game. You know, you're you're a small boxer and you're trying to box, uh, you know, a large heavyweight. Okay, what do you need to do? You need to gain yeah. hundred pounds. You know, you so that could be fast. lined out. You know, fast, really fast. And so <laughs> that's what we're doing. And we're then I'm referring to my my backlink repository. I've collected over three thousand sources. I've got general monthly twenty to thirty um, backlink programs. And so I'm just working through that. One tip is I create or ask them to create for me a marketing email with their domain. So marketing at jimsplumbing.com. Sure. And then I can legitimately, even though I'm not a full-time, I'm, I'm an agency representative of their company. Um, even if I was the owner working on my own company, I'd still create a marketing email and, uh, and use it to build these profiles and so on and keep some of it out of my, my primary inbox. Yeah. Um, you're, you're going to get a lot of email back, but so I'm building pro I'm building directories profiles, paying $10 here, $25 here. Um, I'm looking at industry sources. I'm going to look at the competition and say, uh, highlight a few of, of my favorite backlinks like, oh, wow, they're on plumbing today. How'd they get on sure. plumbingtoday.com? You know, oh, oh, it's $100 to join. So I'm going to recommend, and it's a, it's a strong website. So I'm going to recommend mm -hmm. that $100 spend to legitimately join this website. Uh, you know, they're on plumbing world and, 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 uh, the price to get on plumbing world is to submit, uh, a quote or an interview. So let's, let's do that. And so we're really just moving through, I'm moving through these actions and, um, it, none of it's rocket science, but it, it, it does take a little bit of, you know, continual effort and diligence. Yeah. And I'm noting all of my backlink activity inside my sheet. And so, when I complete Plumbing World, I'm gonna I'm gonna write Plumbing World domain authority of sixty, and I'm gonna I'm gonna actually hyperlink the URL where Jim's Plumbing is featured, so yeah. that I can show that to them. I actually share the sheet with my client, so they can basically follow along in real time. Um, you know what backlinks are being built. Um, I know I'm not touching on content here, but I'm um, I'm focusing on this backlink building regime to get. To, to get them off the ground, to get them yeah. noticed. Because the truth is, is that jimsplumbing.com, you know, if we register that domain right now, Google does not care. The yeah. only people who care are people selling services who've, who, who, you know, who find out the new domains that are registered. Google yeah. does not care until, there's, until their bots find your site, uh, you know, as they're crawling. Via so some link to, somewhere. Yeah, you got to get some link somewhere and just show that there's some kind of, legitimacy so when you get yeah. to 100 brain domains you know wow you know you, that's that's significant and that's really helpful for many local businesses so bottom line is i think 100 i tell people you're usually 100 referring domains away from from something meaningful and that's a yeah. mix of small medium and high powered so you know a, I mean, a blend it's, it's pretty interesting because when you start out you know like you said you have you're kind of like invisible and so yes getting some backlinks is super important. And then it mm -hmm. sounds like content would be the next pillar that you go down on your it really strategy. would be the next pillar, really be the next pillar. And maybe we've already done some of that. You know, maybe that's already in place. Yeah. They've got a service page. They've got a, they've got a page for their three primary services. The homepage is fairly well populated. 
So, you know, I'm, I'm reasonably pleased with that. But the backlinks start to start to roll, and then we may determine we we should build backlinks or deep links to to the three service pages. So, That's so I'm it. yeah. I mean, I'm I'm curious to know. So it's it's really cool. I feel like you've gotten a really good handle on the beginning aspects of mm -hmm. starting mm -hmm. if you don't really mm -hmm. have much online presence. But mm -hmm. what about people that kind of you know, have been toying around with SEO for a little mm -hmm. while, you know, tried to learn, but maybe they're just doing some things really, they're just, what are like the common things that people are doing that they really need to stop doing? Maybe is a better Okay, question. that's a good question. I feel like a lot of people could stop tinkering and talking about on-site SEO. I know it's very, I know it's important. Uh, I mean, it's sort of like taking your car to, to be tuned up and serviced. You do need to do it, but once you do it and you spend the hundred dollars, you're usually good to go for for six months, right, yeah. or a year. You don't, you don't need an oil change every day. <laughs> yeah, so it's not. We're not talking over and over about alt tags and metadata. And I do find that I'm talking to business owners and people, um, you know, who who are professionals outside of digital marketing, and they quickly want to talk about um, on-site SEO as if that's the primary factor in the game and yes there are definitely times when people have an issue that needs to be solved that's get your images compressed down so they load faster you know big loading time uh improvement um, yes google loves that yes that's a part of the algorithm ranking ranking factors all that but the main reason why luxury appliance titan is generating hundreds of thousands of views is not because of there's some big and then their their middle grade competitor has thousands of reviews. So we're talking about a gulf of hundreds of thousands of visits. That gulf is not there because of on-site ranking factors. It's not there because one website is, you know, the gulf is there because of backlinks and mm. and or content. And many yeah. times the content is close. Sure. Google's ranking a product page, right? A product page almost the same skinny skinny text there so the backlinks separate the the heavyweights from the middleweights from the lightweights and yeah age of, age of domain plays a role obviously we cannot you know we can't expedite the aging of a domain so it is nice if you have no age to buy an old domain you can buy an old domain you're right actually that might be a, that might be a smart strategy for a lot of people um maybe swap out their new domain for something older if, if, if it works, you know, name wise and so on. But uh, ultimately building. So I would say drop the onsite SEO obsession and swap that for some strategic backlink building. I call yeah, them in my, in my realm, I call them special plays. I'm, I'm trying to creatively uh, help people harness assets they, they may already have or quickly yeah. generate the meaningful assets. And I'm talking about things like a job or a career page. Does that company, maybe your company has an ongoing hiring need. You're in the video production space. You're essentially always hiring video professionals or always, always receiving resumes. Yeah. So have a career page with that ongoing perpetual need and then shop that page. So I, I have a whole section for job uh you know where job opportunities can be shared 
Yeah. And of course, there are expensive paid marketplaces for jobs. But I'm saying there are a lot of free places you can share your job page and receive both applications and an SEO uh, beneficial backlink from that. So and other yeah. special plays are events, scholarships, uh, community service, podcasts, books or other publications. All of those can be harnessed and 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 shared or played out for a legitimate SEO business. If you're having a community event, you can yeah. put that on meetup.com. I mean, you know, you can just, you can sort of follow the trail. You can tip off all your local publications and say, we're having an open house where, you know, just it. So. I, I feel like you're kind of like opening up like a box of candy and there's just so much to choose from. And it's like, what, which, which Halloween, like candy, candy, are we going to choose right now to talk about? Cause I feel like you just, your, your tactics are just so deep. It feels like you got, okay, I'm going to do this and this, 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 this. And so I feel like you've, you must have with this DIY SEO community, you must've really filled it with a lot of great, meaningful, helpful advice to help. There's some unique of, stuff. I've, I've geeked out on this and my wife would even say, I've spent like too much time just, you know, fiddling and, and, and making it broader and bigger and less not enough time sort of promoting it which i guess is is my motif now yeah. you know there are even, there are even ways i show i show people they can harness um you know the demographics of the company uh you know the ethnicity of the of the leadership uh Perfect. veteran status the you know on and on um you know potentially the the religion or the affiliations of the leadership for for legitimate, you know, backlinks. So if it's sure. women owned or, or minority owned or yeah. um, owned by one of the owners is disabled in some way or a military or opportunity veteran. zone company, you know, a lot of, a lot of opportunity things. Opportunity zone. Wow. Yeah. So you can really like, that could be 10 meaningful backlinks. You're literally yeah. just, and so really what I've, what I've lined out for myself, because I built DIY SEO for myself and I still use it. Um, as my own my own playbook, I've I've attempted to I've lined it out for other people so they can you know say hey okay I'm a woman I I own this company I've got 20 different places they can just sites they can go and I give them little notes just yep. you know email this person fill out the form you know they would like to see your official you know MWBE certification or you know mm -hmm. so I'm just kind of streamlining the process cost $50 to be listed here so they can just move through this. This took me hundreds of hours as I was kind of muddling through myself. And then I'm like, well, a, I can sell this as, as, as a way to help people and be, you know, earn a fair return. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like a really interesting way where you've taken a lot of your knowledge, a lot of the tops and t tactics and tips you even talked about today compile them in an easy format so people can can really start to learn SEO for their own business yeah. and do it. Because there's a lot of people that want to do it themselves. There's a lot of people yeah, that want to get their yeah, hands dirty. And they I do. want- I keep running into people. Yeah, who they, they almost wanted to do my job for me or in some way they were almost like resentful at times. Like, why, you know, and, and I understand that mindset, you know, and so, and there are people that are truthfully not able to afford, let's say a full service price point. Sure. So, I mean, SEO has historically been a little bit of a, a pricey online service. We all know there's 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 sort of a can be a scammy aspect, or there are there are providers mm -hmm. out there that aren't 
really providing value to people and, and, you know, we, we don't ever care to be that, but, yeah. uh, so, so, so the DIY offering is, is a lower cost offering here he, he, as if they were sitting in the agency's desk, you know, here's our notes, here's our yeah. processes at an accessible price point when you can do it yourself, either cause you wanted to, or, or that's the best budgetary decision. I mean, I, th- I think it's pretty interesting. Um, so where can people contact you uh, if they want to learn more about, about uh, what, what you got going on? Oh, thank on? you, Sam. Yes, I'm, I'm at DIYSEO.link, and I do have an online presentation that walks people through what it, you know, how this, this process works and what it looks like and what it costs. And I do, I do target both small businesses who'd like to do it themselves, um, which ironically may eventually push them into the arms of an agency, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm basically showing them the work involved. I'm I'm giving them notes. Yeah. But that might almost almost be beneficial in some ways to a marketing agent. It yeah. almost like flip them back and be like, no, I know. Never mind. I don't I don't want to do this. This is cool. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll even take this tool and give it to an agent, you know, to, to someone to work on myself. Um, and I also do market it to marketing agencies as an SEO machine. Um, because I have encountered lots of of agencies who either don't have an SEO provider on the team, they're not yeah. confident in what they're offering. They may be spending a lot of money on a, like a, a backlink outsourcer. I've seen that quite a bit. You were, you're talking a couple hundred, you know, sometimes a hundred dollars per, per, for one backlink or $200 yeah. depending on the domain authority. So I, I can help people, you know, for the cost of one backlink, I can arm them with a repository. Sweet. So, that sounds like yeah. a great deal. That sounds like yeah, a great I mean, deal. I mean, they got to put forth a little effort, but one one of my favorite backlinks I'll share with everybody is aarp.org. They've got a business directory uh, of entities that pledge to respect um, aged workers. It's a very simple and straightforward pledge that I feel like anyone could honestly take. Sure. Uh, you can discriminate on, on the base of age. Yeah. And if you do that, they will list you on their website. So it's a free. Amazing. All know, right. So we got one free backlink. That's org business directory. Find it. I'm going to go, like, I'm going to go add SEO radar to that right now. Okay. Go add <laughs> SEO radar. So that's the kind of thing. If Jim's plumbing can get that in month one, how much better off are they going to be? Then discovering that and if you're an agency if you've got all these little you know bullets in your you know in your arsenal you're going to be able to deliver results it's it's not like i'm selling you know a magic bean i'm simply saying you are going to raise their rankings you are going to help your client It, it is you can you can show clear metrics simply by building these quality there's no there's no way to lose I mean, you know, some people are going to have greater gains than others or, or whatever. And, and there's yeah. still content and strategy involved, but this is 40% of the whole game here. So you can, you can yeah. really, if you're playing football and you gain muscle and you get, I mean, you're gonna, you're going to do better on the field. Period. Sure. sure. So it's, it's building you starting out with a strong foundation. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Thanks, Jeremy, for being on the show. Really appreciate your time. I really appreciate everything. Um, we're going to wrap it up here. And thanks so much for, for everything and, and giving everybody all these amazing tips and tactics.